You're listening to the Casual Swinger Podcast. As your host, we need to warn you that the material you're about to hear may be sexual or explicit in nature. This podcast is intended for an adult audience. Now, we don't expect you to act like adults. What's the fun in that? We're a married couple living in Florida with over 13 years of experience in the lifestyle, and we take almost nothing seriously. Casual Swinger is a variety show, meaning we'll cover everything from music to events, travel, and even the occasional hilarious screw-up. Our show is about entertainment. We're not licensed professionals. Not anything. And our stories, commentary, and guidance should not be confused with the opinions of a licensed professional. Now that you know, let's take those pants off and get comfy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. I'm assuming you're coming back. This is uh, episode three of season three. My name's Mickey. I'm your co-host. And I'm Mallory. I'm your co-host, too. So who's the host? We both are. Is it the casual dog? The casual dog can be the host. Oh, the casual dogs. Well, the other two are just not nearly as personal. Yeah, they're not. They're not invested. I think they respect our lifestyle, but they want nothing to do with it. I think the boy's more curious. I think he's just desperate for attention. <laughs> he is our little Grendel snuffler. Right. He's our. He's our token single male. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. So, hey, this episode is the Alabaster Scrotum. Oh my God. God, what a great name. You you two crack me up. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. People are going to be so confused. Yeah, it was a little weird. But so this episode is all about questions on the lifestyle from a terminally lifestyle as fuck friend of mine that I've been friends with for 20 years. And he's like, I want to come on your show and ask you questions. And we're like, fuck it. Come on over. Yeah, and I actually started because he came down to visit. Um, we're, we're pretty much family at this point. Yeah. Our kids, his kids are friends. And he's the first person we really got to see since yeah. quarantine. So it was it was really great. And it came up in conversation. He was asking how everything was going. And I lo- we love the idea. So yeah. I'm really glad he did it. I think he was a little nervous. Well, I think it's kind of a testament to how Casual Swinger has bled over into our regular lives. Yeah. Because I don't think there's, a, there's anyone in our personal lives that doesn't know about the show. Uh, and a lot of them listen to the show. And uh, the, the Alabaster Scrotum, who... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. I think you also called him Yukon Cornelius. I did because he's got big the beard. beard now, the quarantine beard, and he's bald as shit. It's kind of exactly what he looks like. He does look like Yukon Cornelius, <laughs> but you know, you know, let's just kind of cover where we're at here. This is yeah. the lead in for for a great episode with the Alabaster Scrotum, and we think you guys are going to love him. It was a lot of fun. It was, and I think it, it gives a unique perspective. I think we've wanted to do something like that with someone who's not in the lifestyle so that we can kind of have this dialogue and normalize it and just get it out there because there's a lot of curiosities and assumptions that happen, and not all of them are, are positive, right? No, definitely not. And I, I think he had a pretty positive view for because he's known me as long as he has, and we've had right. as many conversations, uh, you know, covering large territories like we did together. It You really start to have conversations that are a little deeper in the car or whatever. Yes, yeah, and I love that we were able to do it together because I always, I always feel when there's quote-unquote outsiders like that, you know, that have that traditional monogamous relationship that it's a double standard like the guy gets a high five for it and the girl's a whore yeah or she's stupid for following along that's how our neighbors the, treat i mean you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the barbecues are a little uncomfortable at times but whatever They're like he's a hero the she's guys, a harlot the the guys talk to me yeah the guys all like you They're like, <laughs> I'm, hey, kidding, hey. I'm kidding that's funny as shit so you know these last two episodes we did in season three were all hedo themed 
Yes. And how do you think they were received? What kind of feedback have you gotten? I actually got a, re- a lot of really positive feedback because especially for the repeat offenders, you know, everyone's really anxious to go back, but, you know, not everyone's ready, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you got to take your personal accountability into play there. And I think the resort's done a really great job preparing it to the best of their ability, going above and beyond to make people feel safe going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the video, the welcome home video, I, I, I went back and watched it two more times just this week because it makes my heart happy it, to see those I was really that happy making that video. It was so much fun to get people to do it. And they thought it was so silly. Yeah. Like they, and it's on our YouTube channel. For those of you that don't know, that's youtube.com slash C slash casual swinger podcast. That's our YouTube channel. And we did put a video up there that was just kind of a welcome home from some of the employees. Yeah. And you did a great job like doing videos on a daily basis to give them updates. And granted, since you've done those, some things have changed yes. right in the process. So it's important people, you know, for people to have the information and know where to look for it for updates. Yeah. Things change fast down there and, and they have been, but we're, we're going to get away from talking about Hedo for a bit because, you know, we did back to back episodes, which is unusual for us. But before we do that, we have a trip coming up in November and now we have rooms. Yes, our our trip's a go. Yes, we have rooms for that first week in November now. 7th to the 14th. Yes, and they're all all types, right? Like the garden side or the premium rooms on the nude side. So I think we have one ocean view premium nude. But we have everything else, we have uh, at least two rooms of yeah. every other every other class. But yeah. we're sharing that week with the Dirty Pervs. Oh, it's going to be wild. It is going to be fucking bananas. I think uh, it's going crazy. to be a comparison when the Bliss Cruise came in that pool party we had on Friday. But mm-hmm. I think that's what's going to happen all week long. Yeah, so we're talking so. about, you know, 150 couples between the two of us, mm-hmm. almost 200 couples. And that's after COVID because we had sold out 150 rooms ourselves as the rascals. Right. And then, you know, we had to dial back with people, uh, you know, just moving their trips to next year. Sure. I mean, and get it. yeah, a lot of different circumstances. So if you've canceled your trip this year um, that was earlier on or maybe it should have been upcoming soon and you want to do something come November, let us know. Yeah. If you want to party with Casual Swinger, that's us. That's that pretty girl right there. And <laughs> my goofy ass. Uh, just let us know or head out to Rachel's Rascals. That's R-A-C-H-A-L-S, R-A-S-C-A-L-S. Or rachelsrascals.com. Next time you do that, you need pom-poms. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. That's the last thing I need is pom-poms. You know how that worked out last time. <laughs> but, you know, just check it out. Go to rachelsrascals.com and reach out to my friend Jim, and he will get you situated. Yeah, we're, we're planning theme nights and games. and oh, yeah. Dirty Disney is going to be fun. Oh, my gosh. Don't give it away. No one knows yet. Oh. No one knows what the themes are. Well, it's, uh, the, the pervs have already told everybody. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. We have a few surprises. In we store. do have some surprises. We like to though. keep it under our hat. Is it under your hat? Yeah. Is that where you keep things? Yes. You don't keep it in your prison wallet? In, in my prison wallet. No? Okay. <laughs> what about your coin purse? <laughs> Leave my coin purse out of this. The dog bit me there. <laughs> what? He did. He You're bit so me strange. He did. He bit me in the sack last night. It was awful. Well, get your dick out of his mouth. What's <laughs> that? No, I was just walking by and he just jumped up and nommed me right in the sack. He is, he is crotch height. So yeah. we do, we do not abuse our animals. There's no bestiality that happens in this house. So it was please, the God, don't report us. It. Right. That was the first thing from it. My dick turned into an innie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. He doesn't have thumbs or hands. He was trying to get your attention. Oh, he got it. He's smart. <laughs> he definitely absolutely had my attention. So let's talk about Double Date Nation for a minute. And this is not an ad, guys. So don't tune out or fast forward. Uh, you know, we use a lot of sites as Casual Swinger. We use SDC, we use SLS, we use Cassidy, we use Double Date Nation. Uh, we're on a lot of places because people are in a lot of places. Right. 
And we try to be everywhere. I mean, we have a Snapchat, we have a Kick, we have uh, Facebook, we have, I mean, we, we're all over the goddamn place, yes. including Twitter, which is actually where we are the most. But Double Date Nation, we love that site. I mean, that is, I mean, they don't pay us. Nobody does. We, no. don't, we don't take money no. from anybody because our authenticity means everything to us. And so we don't take money. If we love something, there's a reason for it. Yes. And so I figured we'd talk about DDN for a minute because we're going to do something for them because they're our friends. Yeah, I'm excited. And But before we do that, I want to know, what's your favorite thing about DDN? Uh, that Dave and Andy are really hot. That's and not, you're not helping. <laughs> and they're really nice. And they've done a great job. No, they're, they're ahead of the curve in so many ways when it comes to standing up this kind of tool, right? Yeah, wait till you see what they've got coming. It's 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 otherworldly cool. I'm I know so there's excited. a surprise in the works and I'm I'm I can't wait. There is. So here's what we decided to do. We know they have this big surprise coming. We know the lifestyle is going to go nuts for it because yep. there's nothing like it in the lifestyle yes. right now. And I think it's going to be so hot. But they have lifetime memberships for mm-hmm. sale. And basically this thing that's coming ends or rather begins the day that life, lifetime memberships stop being on sale. Yes. So here's what we decided to do because they're our friends and because we love them. Casualtoys.com, which is our little company, mm-hmm. is going to donate a Womanizer Premium Yay! to Double Date Nation. And they're going to give away a Womanizer Premium. That's a $200 sex toy, which is more expensive than the lifetime membership is. Wow. So a somebody is going to get a Womanizer Premium as long as you sign up for a lifetime membership on Double Date Nation between now and October 1st. Now, that goes into like a, a raffle pool, right? Yes. Like it, they buy a membership, they use our code. Yes. And then everyone who's used that code to buy the membership gets a chance to win. So right. if five of you sign up, it's pretty good chances, right? That's yeah, One out good. of five. And if you go to casualspringer.com and go to our partners page, you can find the link to Double Date Nation. Use our link, go to Double Date Nation. You will get three months free. So you get three months free right out of the box. And then after your three months free, you go to your lifetime membership. Now, if you sign up for a lifetime membership for the, in the next 60 days, so basically in August or September, sign up for that lifetime membership, you go in the drawing for a free Womanizer Premium courtesy of casualtoys.com simply for the fact that we love those guys and yes. we love the platform they created. Now, my favorite thing about DDN is that when you go looking for a date on there, you can search for double date. Yeah, and I, I love that. That's the tool that you can select or the the option you can select saying hey no expectations exactly right? i just want to hang out with people and see what happens yes and i'm like isn't that kind of all of us i mean most people don't go on a date going i need to bang well no some people do but yeah. it's like nice to know that that's where you stand in case that's not their object- objective either right because mm-hmm. then that that could be a little awkward. Yeah, like you show up with a hard on and a <laughs> just, just assless chaps and be like, "I'm ready." Like dessert, dessert comes out and everyone takes their pants off, and you're a little confused. <laughs> they were wearing pants. Who, who wears pants to dessert? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, I'm really excited about it. You know, I pitched this to Dave. I called him and I was like, "Dave, what do you think if we give away a womanizer for people that sign up for a lifetime membership?" And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> like. Hey, Dave's so laid back. He's, they, like, no. he's like, that's a great idea. I'm yeah. like, yeah, let's do that. And they were, they're really, so good to us. They are. And, they, and, and you can tell they put a lot of sweat e- equity into this uh, site. They have. And you know what? Dave is such a great geek that he's helped me with casualtoys.com a great deal as well. He's been that's so true. friendly and helpful I to know. me. as, And I'm a nerd, but Dave is like super nerd. Like, like he I is awesome. Oh, him a blowjob. I'm not giving it to him. 
Okay, go right ahead. You I mean, had, no, I didn't volunteer you. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Just saying, Dave. I oh, got ya. He's got one coming his way. See what I did there? Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> Let's talk about our weekend a little bit, because I, I I feel like we had an epic weekend, and it was dude. Well, it was just week because it wasn't really weekend. It was just week. Yeah. So we're we're slowly getting outside of the home in quarantine. We're taking all the precautions necessary, but we had friends that were in the area. And we haven't seen them in like six months. Since before COVID. Yes. And so the the, word, the thing, COVID hit and we had really good momentum going. We had great, we had met some wonderful people and connected and they're, they're all hot. super sexy. Oh, yeah. And then boom, done, yeah, then dead, dead. Like everything's It's like everybody stagnant. forgot how to talk. Like, I mean, kick died. Everything yeah. just went away. Yeah. Like, well, well, shit. And I also went to a, into a hole because when I can't be engaged with people and and see them and 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 look them in the eyes, it's it's really hard for me, and I get super depressed. So just like covering my eyes up and and going into hermit mode kind of helped me co- cope, I guess. Yeah, your little coping mechanism. Yeah, it's not. I'm not saying it's healthy. I don't recommend it. No, oh, okay. I'm just being <laughs> transparent. Neither is drinking. I tried that too. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's funny because. You know, we had this opportunity to see these guys and it was so weird because we met in downtown Orlando and it was dead and we're just not used to downtown Orlando. No, it was very quiet and yeah, it was, it was strange. Um, but I mean, we had a fabulous time. The food was great. The company was amazing. I think we got up and we were talking outside uh, for a little bit before we departed to go to our cars because it it was just a a meetup to, to be like, Hey, we fucking miss you guys. I can't wait to like see your beautiful faces and we looked down. We'd been there for like three and a half, four hours or something. Yeah, we really had. Well, I know that our waiter came up to us, who was a hoot, by the way. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was a trip. Yeah. I mean, that's if, if you get a chance to go to Crest Steakhouse in downtown Orlando, ask for Rodney. He is. He's a blast. Uh, Rodney's great. And Russell's great. They're both yes, amazing. They're uh, fantastic. Amazing servers. They've got so much personality. And he was not. He didn't miss a beat. Like I tried to get him flustered as as hard as I could. No, and he, he didn't miss a beat. No, he gave it back to you. He did. He I just it. fed it straight back to me. He's like, "Oh, you're a swinger. That's cute." Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> he was awesome. Loved him to death. But more importantly, I didn't know how long we had been there till we got up, and I couldn't feel my ass. Like we had been sitting there <laughs> like so you'd, long. Like you'd sat on the shitter too long yeah. playing the game. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I was walking like I had peg legs because I, I couldn't feel my feet. I didn't realize. That's not what I thought you were going to say. No. It, it was so long. and But at the same time, it went so fast. It did. I didn't want to leave. Yeah, we could have sat and talked to those guys all night long. And we're really fortunate we get to call them friends. Uh, Very. They're, they're just, they're great. And it's that's my favorite thing about the lifestyle is when you meet people like that, that are, you know, just, they're awesome. We're not going to call anything out about them. You guys know we don't kiss and tell here on, on casual swinger. There was no kissing or anything like that, but it just, it was great to be out with people that are that awesome. It was, it was just, was, it was perfect. It really was. It made my heart and soul happy. And I, I feel like I'm like, uh, it reconstituted a little bit, right? Like yeah. it dried up and someone added a little bit of water. Like oh, it was perfect. Your cold black heart is beating again. I'm I glad think to hear so. That. Slowly. Yeah. Just a little yeah. bump, 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 yeah. bump. Like yeah. the Grinch. <laughs> but you know, last night was, we've never done what we did last night. 
Not like that. Not officially. So we've had, so we had a video date last night. A straight up video a date. Straight up video date. And we've connected with people over Zoom and video just to catch up and whatnot. But we haven't really introduced ourselves to anyone new since all of this happened. Not, not, and not on that platform. I yeah. mean, we hosted a couple of things for the rascals and whatnot, but that was amazing. I had so much fun and I'm kind of hungover. They got me drunk last night. Oh yeah, it was definitely their they fault. They totally got me drunk. Because they were sitting at our bar <laughs> handing you the bottle over and over and over again. Well, it's one of those things. Did you ever notice that subconsciously when you see somebody take a sip, you take a sip too? Yeah. And they could have been drinking water for all I knew, well, but I realized I had been doing it and the and being at the bar, I could just pour my drink like I didn't have to get up for anything well, she was just sitting there sipping her margarita and so it was really subtle though because she had a straw so you really couldn't tell she was doing it yeah. unlike me where every time my elbow bent my mouth opened I was yes. just like boom 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 yes. putting them down I'm like wow they're gonna think I'm a drunk but it was just so comfy to it, just sit there and chat with them and again was. like our bar stools at our bar are not comfortable no, they not are hard as shit and we sat there for like four hours. We on this did. Video and I, I mean, my face hurts from laughing. My head hurts a little bit from the hangover. That's apparently my fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was a great time. Again, it could have gone on for hours, hours and hours. So what made the video date good? Let's make this useful for the people that are listening oh, instead okay. of just a recap. What do you think made the video date good? I mean, how did how did we approach it? And what was your thought process on how we approached it? Oh, gosh, I don't know if I'm I'm with the program to dissect it fully, but I think, um, you know, we'd had this established like a rapport prior, like because we'd been talking to him for a week or so mm-hmm. uh, before. So we kind of had the initial get to know yes yeah. to, to establish that so we could talk a little bit deeper about ourselves once experiences tell stories because um, they're still fairly new, but they, they had some, some stories a, they, yeah, they included they that were great. And they're in a great place, too. Like, even though, though that they're new, they were they were really in a very positive place for being new. Right. So I think where it went well is all, all four of us appreciated the, the transparency and the honesty, but also the lightheartedness, which is a good fit for you and I. Um, we don't take ourselves too seriously. A sense of humor um, is big with us. And even though we have some overlay like we had that music conversation right that was really good we found common ground yeah um we got to talk about what they're kind of looking for without being clinical about it like tell me exactly what you're looking for so i can either check the box or uncheck the box it 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 flowed in natural conversation by you know dropping a few hints or questions here and there it was great i think i came away from that conversation definitely feeling like we had to get our asses to arizona (laughs) (laughs) i know (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was, that they was came definitely. on screen, and I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ, they're hot!" Yeah, that was that was unnatural. Woo. Like, woo. But you know, the my favorite thing about the whole thing was, you know, we we went ahead and got dressed like we were going out on a regular date. Mm-hmm. So you looked fantastic. Oh, thank you. And and they looked fantastic. And but we were still comfy. We were kind of in the comfort of our own homes, and you know, they were petting their dog. And you were petting was, Baby Yoda. I was petting Baby Yoda. So strange. <laughs> But, you know, it just really, it, I don't know, it was a lot of fun. And I, you know, if they're listening to this, they hopefully they had fun too. Yeah, um, let's do it again. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I might take my clothes off next time. <laughs> well, do whatever you're comfortable with. Uh, you yes, know, just, yes. Just send whatever makes yes. you're comfortable Feel with. Feel free to send anything. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's talk about the scrotum real quick before we jump into the next segment here. Back to here. the scrotum. Back to the Always back scrotum. to the scrotum. <laughs> So this lifetime friend of mine came in 
He's super curious, and he wanted to know more about the lifestyle. He's vanilla as fuck. He is, and he's also pretty funny, but also um, I think he asked some really great questions. I'm a little pissed at him because after we wrapped up and, and had another drink after, which I don't think we should have continued drinking because it went on to like two or four in the morning. Mm, almost five. He asked like some really great ones. Like he got super comfortable just being a little more blunt. Mm-hmm. And so I told him, now you have to come on the show in a segment sometime to do these follow-up questions because these are great. <laughs> questions from the scrotum. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think we got into like the DP conversation. We did. I was like, hold that thought. Right. If you, why didn't you ask about this when we were recording? I know. You know, the thing that I that really stood out to me in the interview was kind of how we turned the tables on him and didn't even realize we did. Oh my gosh, that was so funny when I had that revelation because we did not do that intentionally. And I mm. think it's it's a little strange, maybe from his perspective. He never really gave me like deep feedback on that. But we, we're normalized in our choices and how we decided to live our life that we may have made him feel uncomfortable for being in a traditional style relationship. You could actually see him shift in his chair and he was defending to, monogamy. I know. I had to apologize because that, that's not what this was about. No, I think everyone's entitled to live their lives the way they choose. Sure. You know, I just, I don't want to be judged for mine. So normalizing it has been a goal for us over the last three years. And we did such a good job at it. We were like, it's okay. You're normal. Yeah, right. It, it's okay if you We're only want to have sex with her. It's That's okay. okay. <laughs> what the fuck? That is how normalized we were in this conversation. Yeah. That we made him feel like he was the weird one. Poor, which was, poor scrotum. Know, we did not mean to do that to poor Yukon Cornelius. Yeah, Mr. Vanilla. Um, yeah, Mr. Vanilla, Yukon Cornelius, the alabaster scrotum. Honey, why don't you let everybody know where to find us and we will introduce you to the great alabaster scrotum. Excellent. Well, we appreciate you guys listening with us here. We're Casual Swinger everywhere. You want to send us a note? That's podcast at Casual Swinger. If you like what we're doing, we love reviews. Uh, it makes us feel really good. That's iTunes, uh, where you can leave that. Let's see. We're on social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. And on the dating sites, hit us up at SLS, SDC, Double Date Nation, of course, Quiver, and Cassidy. That'll do it. You guys have been listening to Casual Swinger. Hey guys, you're listening to Casual Swinger and we're back. I'm Mallory. I am still Mickey. This and is, of course, always up for decisions. Yes. Yeah I, yeah, I may start calling you something else. Ooh, that could be sexy. Can you do that tonight? Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I have been calling you Big Papa Smurf hey, with your blue hair. This is blue as shit. Love it. Very blue. What are we doing today? We're doing something kind of fun and interesting and off the cuff. Mm, this is different for us because we usually put a little work into this and make sure that we kind of know what direction we're taking this episode. But this is different. We got to. This is. We actually have one, an in-house guest in our studio today. And it's someone we know and love and have been friends with for, what, 15 years? Yeah, easily. Every All bit right. of it. So I'd like to introduce you guys to a good friend of mine. He is the Chrome Dome himself. He is a superhero known as the Alabaster Scrotum. <laughs> Yukon Cornelius. We'll just call him JJ or Jay for short. How you doing, Jay? Welcome to the Casual Swinger Studio. Listen, I've done a lot of presentations for business and things like that. I've never had an intro like that, so <laughs> thank you very much. I actually might want that uh, recording of that, but thank you. I'm doing fantastic. Uh, cheers. 
Cheers. It's been fantastic seeing you guys this week and uh, kind of excited about what we're going to do tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So we're kind of capping nervous off too. this week, right? We're just kind of capping off this week and sitting down and talking a little bit. And we've got some drinks here in the studio, which is a little different for us because a lot of times we record in the morning. That's true because I, I'm usually like on point and my brain's working and sometimes at night I, I have a little lag. So forgive me if that's the case. Right. So what we did is we bent Mallory over a chair and we stuck a lube launcher up her ass and filled her full of Red Bull. That's not true. That didn't happen? No. Uh, can we a lube it? launcher? Can we try it? What's a, wait, I, I need to know what a lube launcher is. Like, I, I don't say no right away. And I'm almost <laughs> right. down to try just about anything once. All right. So we'll give it a go and we'll see what happens. Uh, it's kind of like a, a syringe. but it's no, Kind of like a detail. salad shooter? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think a salad shooter is slightly different. That's what happens after you eat it at a buffet. Right, you turn into a salad shooter. Ew. We already have enough problems with people associating us with shit. That we it's go down that just path. we have to own it, I think. Yeah, I think we own it at this point. Yeah. So we have a friend in the studio today that is vanilla as shit. He's so vanilla that this guy is literally, we call him the alabaster scrotum We call, because he is, he's so fucking white that he's translucent. You can see the blue veins in his head. So that's Jay. And, you know, he has a ton of questions. He's, you know, he, he's always been kind of aware of, of us being in the lifestyle. I mean, how long has it been now that you've been aware of us being in the lifestyle? It's uh, geez, Louise, it's probably been at least, uh, at least 13 years. I, uh, you know, it okay. wasn't readily apparent. Okay. You know, as we, uh, know, uh, we've known each other for a long time and as we've gone on the road and we've had multiple conversations, things come out when you add a little bit of alcohol here and there. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting part of your life that I, I I've wanted to know more about, but you know, I also respect your privacy. So, um, you know, you've been very gracious about answering the questions that I've had, both of you guys. But, um, you know, I kind of keep it at a, at a surface level and, you know, let you guys volunteer what you want to volunteer. Fair enough. Um, so, you know, it, it'll be interesting tonight to, uh, to delve a little bit deeper. Yeah, going a little deeper. Um, so do you have any boundaries you'd like to outline now before we get really deep into this and you find out things about us that maybe you didn't want to know? Um, no, I think, uh, I think the, uh, the alcohol will help, uh, you know, be like the men in black where they flash a the little thing in front of your face and, you know, all of a sudden your memory's wiped. I think we're going to, we'll probably do a lot of that tonight. All right. All right. Fair enough. We'll just pound a few gummies into him yeah. before he goes to bed and he'll wake up and probably piss in the hallway, oh. but it'll be fine. Uh, Not my house. So let's start with a really basic thing. How did it make you feel when it first became readily apparent? So you and I are sitting at a bar somewhere. Maybe I'm, I mean, there's a good chance I was hammered, let's be honest. Mickey's, a, Mickey's a drunk. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. so how did it make you feel? Did it did it blow you away? Were you surprised? Did it, did it offend you? Did it leave you with more questions than answers? I mean, do you remember how that went and, and how you came away from it feeling about it? I do. So the interesting thing, uh, Mickey, is when we, uh, when we sit around and we actually start talking about things, um, you know, it's almost like no topic is off limits. So, you know, you're a very uh, dynamic personality. So when you get when you get to talking and, you know, your way of telling a story is very engrossing. So, you know, the way you kind of broke me into it and you kind of dropped it and we start talking about different things, you know, you kind of get the, the, the creative and the, the curious juices going. 
And being an engineer by trade, you sit there and, you know, you want to know how things work, whether it be mechanical, whether it be mental, however. So it's uh, it wasn't intimidating by any stretch. It definitely didn't change my opinion of you whatsoever. Um, it was more along the lines of, huh, that's something I've never, ever in my entire life ever considered. However, I'm very curious about. Hmm. Interesting. So, it, you know, it, it's, uh, I, I, you know, I'll give people that, um, you know, including you guys, obviously, that, that are in that lifestyle that are, want to take, uh, you know, I say even from the, you know, dipping your toes in it, that, that first, the risk in, involved in doing that, you know, mm. there's a lot of respect, I think, in, involved with that, because uh, as we've had conversations, you know, it's more than just saying, hey, you know, we're going to go out and fuck other people. It's, uh. There's a whole yes. myriad, myriad of different emotions, different decisions, different discussions that all have to take place before it happens. So, you know, from my perspective, I'm very curious the interactions that happen between a couple when you decide to actually, you know, instead of dipping your toe, go full force into it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the dialogue that happens, you know, how you decide to go on dates, how you decide... Um, you know, if one person's into it, one person isn't, you know, I just, I, look, we could probably talk about this for hours upon hours upon hours. Um, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I love this open dialogue. So it, that seems like, you know, three or four different questions or, or considerations that you've had right off the bat there. I'm going to rewind just one step. So you said when you and Mickey were talking, he came out with it. You didn't look at him any differently. It, it was easy for you to accept that. Do you feel the same way on this side of the fence? Because as a woman, especially talking to someone who hasn't dipped their toes in or isn't involved in the lifestyle, one of my chief concerns is how do they view me? Because I feel like there's a little bit of a double standard there. Did it did mm. it make you curious as to my integrity as a woman? Because that early on, Mickey and I had only been dating for, you know, a couple of years. Yeah, maybe at it that hadn't point. been long. Yeah. So I haven't really established myself in long term in his life because you knew him before I did. So stuff like that always came to mind. Do you, do you remember like thinking, well, this vicious troll up here? No, I didn't think that at all. Um, you know, I, I thought that as a couple, you know, it, it's it, it, again, it's a decision that a couple makes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like. You know, I looked at Mickey and said, well, you know, you're a stud, but what are you doing with this whore? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, <laughs> well, I like you know. them whores. It's yeah. kind of my thing. So. But no, I, from Score. my opinion, I did it for me, you know, especially knowing you, I didn't have any preconceived notion or okay. say, you know what? Oh, what a skank. You know, yeah. I can't believe, you know, what is he doing with her? You know, Fair but enough. I under, I can, I can definitely see from uh, the, the woman's perspective where, you know, Hey, good job, you know, Mickey, you know, awesome. You're you get the, you know, fuck strange people. Woo. <laughs> you know, but oh, now right here. Yeah, man. Whore. Yeah. Whore. I mean, <laughs> no, it wasn't like that at all. Yeah. Yeah. The whore of Babylon, otherwise yeah. known as Mallory. Just ask about me at the neighborhood cookout. But it's we'll also one of those it. things. Yeah, right. But it's also one of those things, you know, I, I've known Mickey for a very long time. So, you know, man of integrity, you know, brilliant man when you speak with him, you mm-hmm. know. Agreed. knowledgeable across many, many, many different topics. So, you know, if you're going to be dating him, mm-hmm. 
you're going to have to be the same type of person because otherwise he's just going to be bored. So, you know, it's not where, you know, I, I look at him and go, oh, he's one this this type of person. And I look at you and like, yeah, you're just along for the ride. No, it wasn't yeah. like that at all. Oh, well, that makes me feel better about myself. So that's right. <laughs> that's all. That's what this is about. Yeah, that's all we need is for it's you to I feel need. good. And you can rest easy tonight yeah. now. But he did he did mention a few things. Like, it seems like there's a lot of things that have to happen prior, which you're, you're right. Would you agree, Mickey? Oh, like when, wholeheartedly. When you're, when you're getting into the situation and you're, you're venturing into having sex with other people and couples or singles, there has to be a foundation there. And that starts with a conversation and communication. It does. And so we talk about this a lot on the show. And I would say that a lot of content creators in the space talk about communication as being more or less the, the foundation and the cornerstone, frankly, of any relationship, not mm -hmm. just lifestyle. And so what you find when you talk to people that are in long term lifestyle relationships, and I'm not saying any lifestyle relationship, because you can have a bad lifestyle relationship. Sure. Okay. You can have a bad regular relationship. Bad relationships have the same thing in common as bad lifestyle relationships have, which are people that don't put each other first, don't communicate, and don't work toward a common goal. So when we talk about lifestyle relationships, it's actually extra important that we communicate. And we have to communicate sometimes in some complicated ways. Uh, so on the show here, we've talked about, and we actually had to change it because we let the cat out of the bag on the show, about things like our code word for when we're out with a couple and mm -hmm. we are or are not down to play yes. if the subject were to come up. And so it used to be that we'd be at a bar and Mallory would look at me and go, hey, you want a Coors Light? I'm going to the bar. And if right. I said yes, that meant I was down to play. And if I said no, then I wasn't. But, of course, now the wonderful three listeners that we have out there in the universe know all about it. <laughs> yeah. And so we've actually been at bars and said, oh, we know what's going to happen if you guys ask each other if you want a Coors Light. So we're waiting. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, we so, can't do that now. And, and now we're not telling anybody else our code. Yeah. But, like, uh, I mean, right Bud now. Bud Light? Yeah. <laughs> can drink a Bud Light? Drink a Bud Light? Right. Can I get a, can I get a bourbon? <laughs> does, does bourbon mean that I, yeah. I want to fuck everybody now on yeah. the table? Like, just take off your pants? And yeah, that would be and, tequila. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so to give you some background, it, it does take a lot of legwork because it's, it's online dating for couples in a lot of ways. There's... I don't know, a dozen different platforms, depending on what party of the country you're in, that are dating applications for this lifestyle and all right. the different kind of kinks and dynamics that come in, into play. So you start conversations with people. It, it does take a lot of effort, right? Especially when you have a busy, like, vanilla life. You establish a date. They show up for the date. You show up for the date, which sometimes is a little bit of a struggle as well, right? Coordinating schedules. And then you're sitting there and at the end of the day, you can have some of the best conversations and really, really enjoy these people. But there's that chemical element, right? Sure. Like the chemistry that has to be there in a four-way connection when you're dating, you know, two-on-two -two in that way. So that's and interesting you say that. You know, it's hard enough in a regular dating scenario. Yeah. So now you have to have four people instead of two. That, yes. That's actually pretty it is. interesting. Did you ever play the last level of Super Mario Brothers? No where it's has. got all the fire <laughs> and like the thing it's a little it can be a little complicated it's worth it when when you knock the ball out of the park and and everyone's got this wonderful four-way connection but it's it's not easy no it only happens when yeah. people that live at least a thousand miles away from us that's yeah. the way it works yeah i have this like birth like <laughs> if you live within that that circumference i mean we can be friends and i'm just kidding right but if you're listening in pennsylvania we're coming to visit 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Since we've moved to Florida, there's quite a few people have caught my eye. So I think that luck is changing. No, God, I hope so. Oh, I'm so, looking at you too, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, the screwed him. So let's talk about you for a Easy minute there, Jay. Uh, you know, Valerie is fucking smoking, right? So you guys can't thank you, thank you can't you. see the alabaster scrotum. He's a very average guy and in no way deserves the beauty that is Valerie. Not Mallory, but Valerie. Valerie is his beauty that is back home waiting for him. And I, I'm curious, have you guys had conversations that that kind of lean in this direction? Have you I mean Yeah, I know maybe you, skirt monogamy a little bit. Yeah, I mean so, have you really delved into it at all? We have. So you know Valerie knows you guys as well, um, but she also has a friend that mm-hmm. is also in the lifestyle. Oh. So, you know, it's something that she's been aware of for a while and has had conversations with her friend. You know, I've obviously had conversations with you guys. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a topic of conversation that comes up when, you know, you're sitting there resting your head on the pillow and you know, mm-hmm. ready to go to bed. However, the one thing that we always come to the conclusion of, and the big thing is, uh, it's uh, maybe jealousy is not the right word, but you know, it's jealousy from the standpoint of, uh, wow, how can I either a watch her have sex with somebody else, Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, how do you broach? Say you do it in separate rooms or what have you, but the next day she comes in all smiley and you know full of life. And uh, you say, well, how was last night? And she's like, it was awesome. You know, how as a, uh, you know, heterosexual man with with your, with your fiance go, well, fuck, what was so much better? You know, I don't know if I want to ah, know the answer. That's great. You know, it's, uh, it's, you, want that? you know, no, go right ahead. You can have it. We, we it, yeah. it's, it's, I, you know, we both have talked about it and we both have decided that, you know what? I, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, something you know, at least right now that we could even consider it's, it's, it's kind of, it seems to be a very slippery slope, a very, something very, okay. Nothing you're feeling there is, is unnatural. Totally normal. Well, I'm not going to lie. It yeah. felt uncomfortable. It, it feels uncomfortable talking to me. <laughs> yeah. Not going to lie. And that's okay too. And if I can see it in your body language. Yeah, yeah. And if that feeling never changes for you guys, again, nothing fucking wrong with that. Not a bit because it's normal because at the end of the day, we can literally draw lines back to, in, in my personal opinion, our own insecurities. Because the first thought that came to your mind was, oh, my God, what was better than me? Right. And right. that comes from fear, mm-hmm. right? A fear that I'm not going to be good enough. And if I'm not good enough, something's going to change in this dynamic. And if it changes, I could end up alone. Like that, I, you can always draw the line back to those those feelings of feeling insecure, not good enough, and the fear of loneliness. And ev- I don't care what kind of dynamic you're in, what your situation is, whether you're asexual, bisexual, polyamorous, we all have those moments. And something I identified actually just in this last year, I finally was able to segregate envy and jealousy into two different silos. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. So I used to think that if Mickey were to be in another room playing with another female that I was jealous. But there was an event that transpired and he had a great time. We were all kind of in the same area and I had a, I had a good time. I think I had really high expectations, which is unfair 
So when it all unfolded and it happened, I kind of felt like somewhere in the middle. And again, that was my fault. And then I realized I was a little upset on the drive home. And I was like, well, I'm just, I'm not jealous. I, I'm totally fine. I love that I had a great time. I'm just a little envious that he had a better time than I did in that situation. Mm. And, you know, when we, we talk about this sort of stuff, I can tell just by looking at it, I've known you a long time, that you don't necessarily agree that there's a fear factor there that one day you're going to end up alone. But I'll tell you, that base fear that Mallory's talking about, we all have it. We all have it, and maybe we don't recognize it. Maybe we don't admit it. But the thing that we're most afraid of when we really love somebody and they've gotten inside of us to where we just can't imagine life without them is that one day we'll have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You're going to make me cry, dude. And, but the thing of it is... <laughs> there's no crying in lifestyle. Right? There's no crying in the casual swinger studios, you fucker. But no, it's... Uh, you know, when we talk about that, it's really not what we think it is because if they do have an experience and I'll give you my perspective on it if she does have an experience that that she doesn't have with me I'm over here going fucking hey I got my pom-poms out I'm like rock on that's amazing he's literally the best cheerleader on the planet I don't know if uh our good friend here has a good idea of what our dynamic is like it's not the sole dynamic but is part of our dynamic as a ethically and consensually non-monogamous sure. well couple. so l- let's back that up for for jay here so for starters you know we there's ethical non-monogamy consensual non-monogamy are they the same thing there's a lot of schools of thought on mm-hmm. that and ethical non-monogamy says that i am non-monogamous but my partners know and consensual non-monogamy means that you have somebody in your life that is accepting and encouraging of the behavior you're exhibiting. So they're, they're kind of a little bit different in the regard that ethical means but they're they not know. joining in. It, well, not necessarily. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Yeah. Okay. But it's still all part of a consensual and agreed upon relationship. That's what they have in common. Now, what we're getting at here though, is for me, I get a lot of pleasure out of her having a good time. You know, if she comes back to me and says she had a great time, I'm probably going to fuck the brakes off of her because she had so much fun and she's in a great she's in a great place because of it. Right. Double the fun for me. My life does not suck. Right. So <laughs> if she had a great time, it's I'm not going to go. Well, what did he do that I don't do? Why can't I do that for you? Because the thing that I actually know more than anything else is that we're together and we're going to stay together, and she's my person and I'm hers, and it that's not going to change. So that actually makes that really easy for me to say, wait a minute, do I want to keep you from having something because you chose me? Do I want to take something away from you? That you, what, what if I could give you all the things and still be together? And that's really where that conversation came from for us is you can have all the things, you can have everything, right? And I don't, we don't always know what that everything is, right? I, I'd agree with you about that, but also couldn't you figure out as a, you know, monogamous couple having you know, dialogue about you know, likes, dislikes, you know, fantasies, things along those lines, you know, you can kind of, I think you can establish some of those, can't you? Oh, absolutely. Um, That's why sure. we sell sex toys. Mm-hmm. So my, I, guess, I guess, I guess it's one of those, thi- it's one of those things where, you know, you can have that experience with another couple or another person. However, you know, from a, a monogamous standpoint, Open dialogue, and, and and that's difficult. I, I realize for some people, oh. 
you know, luckily Valerie and I have a very open dialogue about that stuff. And you should. Um, and I'm glad you do. That's beautiful. You know, it's, it, I guess it's one of those things where our sex life is, is very fulfilling, mm -hmm. uh, very satisfactory uh, from both sides. And, uh, you know, when you start looking at it and, you know, say we did jump into the lifestyle and then she does go and have this stellar experience. You sit there and mm -hmm. go, holy shit. The stuff we do is mind blowing. You know, how much better can it get? <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> well, it's, you know, she does have 10 fingers to put in your ass, Jay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm um, uh, so tight. <laughs> I'll you, you get a pinky. you hit the prostate. <laughs> you know, it's, I think the, the, That's funny. the concerns, <laughs> the concerns you bring to the table are, are completely legitimate. And I love where you started with it, though, that you have great communication and you yes. do kind of dig into all these things. And honestly, that's where lifestyle relationships really begin. We get a lot of questions from listeners who write in or email in or, or do whatever. And, and they ask, how do I get my partner to X? Mm, and yeah, that's such a tough one. You know, I Ugh. used to hate it. I used to hate that question. When we first started this show. I was like, God, how, how are you trying to get anyone to do anything? What the fuck is wrong with you? And then I realized you really, what you're not, what you're asking us is how do I communicate with him or her and get them to see what I'm feeling and that it's not that I, cause I tell you when I introduced Mallory to, and I said, Hey, I'm, I've been lifestyle for a very long time. Yep. She's like, so you want to fuck other people? <laughs> and I, mean, I, you know I, mean, what? I think that's straight to that. I think that's everybody's first reaction. Well, and then after asking a few questions, I was like, so you want me to fuck other people? Like <laughs> I'm, I'm so confused here. Like what does this even look like? Because without knowing it, my parents were swingers get out yeah. yeah so were mine so were his how about that yeah so we're second generation Learned something new today i did <laughs> yeah that's where our names came from yeah. on the show yeah. right so you remember natural born killers right yeah right well so natural born killers were mickey and mallory right we're natural born swingers right there you go but, <laughs> so, but i as much as i was into sex and you know i was blatantly bisexual i didn't come to terms with it when i was in high school but i was absolutely bisexual i just never gave it a label because i think sex had a, a certain shame to it but so when he presented it to me everything that pulled from my memory was negative connotations that maybe i'd seen in advertising or movies or maybe a magazine but i didn't know a lot about it you know porn probably right, right? um what When's the first time you heard about swingers? Let's start, like, what is your, what was your perception? Do you remember the first time you heard it? And what is it now? Question. Uh, you know what? I would probably have to say, I might have been maybe 25-ish, 26-ish. Okay, mid-20s. Okay, so you were a young adult. Yeah. Were, were you in a bar talking to a lady who adult, was but... like, hey, come home with us? Or, I mean, how did this go? I would think it, would, uh, it was probably more just general discussion around, uh, you know, guys get together, start drinking a little bit, and ah. then you start talking about sex and things along those lines. So and you're, uh, you were at your parents' house. Okay, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. Sunday dinner, actually. <laughs> Past potatoes. Hey, by the way, did you know the Andersons are swingers? <laughs> and Dad's Fair like, enough. yeah, your mom had her pinky in my ass just That's last right. night. It was great. Yeah, we know them well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, you know, from a, a perception, pers you know, standpoint, uh, you know, especially when you're younger, you know, as a, as a young man, you know, uh -huh. you're, you're, you know, you're a hammer. Everything's a nail. Yeah. So if you think about the lifestyle itself, you're going, well, hell, you know, 
Sounds that great. sounds awesome to me. Yeah. You know, then you, when you finally get old enough and you talk to people and, you know, you're like, yeah, that, that's not how it works. You can't just yeah. walk into a club and go, hey, I'm ready. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, <laughs> there's going to be a parade of women just waiting there for you. No. So it, it's uh, an interesting dynamic and, and, and an interesting, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Your mindset changes completely as the years go on. You talk to more people. And then obviously, as I've talked to both of you, you know, I get more and more insight into it. And then, you know, when uh, Valerie, you know, talks to me about her friend, you know, I get, you know, a completely other side, a different side. And, you know, it's interesting to see how people decided to get into the lifestyle. Uh huh. So, you know, you guys are different than... What Valerie's friends have been, and you know, I, I, they're, they're, they were more along the lines of they needed, a, a, I think, a spark for their marriage. Ah, um, I think that's they pretty common. A, they hit yeah. a stale point, um, so I think that's how they got into it. You know, and if they're both on board and it's working for them, kudos, right? Yeah, you uh, know, and it started with a conversation. Yeah, so. I, I, I don't know how how they decided to get in or how it worked, you know, whether one was in before the other mm-hmm. and one, you know, and pulled them in. I, I don't know that dynamic yet. I yeah. haven't asked that question, but. Well, when you um, really dig in with those people, what you're going to find out is that it's not the lifestyle that spiced their marriage back up. It's that they started talking about it. The communication spiced their marriage back up because now what they're doing is they're talking openly about their fantasies and their sexuality and their desires and that's something they weren't doing. They were talking about breakfast, lunch, and dinner, feeding the fucking dog, and making sure the kids get to school on time. That's what happens in, in so many marriages that you start boiling it down yes, to operations. Are, yes, the autonomic conversations you have on a daily basis. Because yeah. in your brain, it doesn't form that deep connection or memory when you do it on a daily basis. Totally valid. Has anyone in this room had a quote-unquote work, work, work wife or work yes. husband, right. I think everyone has. Someone you work very closely with on a day-to-day basis, and as you grow in your job position and you talk more and get a little bit deeper, you actually feel that connection growing with another person. And I have certain people in my life that I work with every day, and I can see the progression over the last two years, how much we've gotten close. And it's it's all professional. It's totally platonic. But in my memory bank, because we're talking about all this full scope of details on a daily basis and every day it changes, it deepens our relationship. It's the same thing, same concept, right? Sure, of course it is. Because it's it's stimulating. You feel like you're feeding each other and helping each other succeed. So there's that emotional side in our relationship for me and Mickey and then the professional side with me and my colleagues. Yeah, I just wanted to fuck my work wife. <laughs> <laughs> I did fuck my first work wife and I married her and it ended wasn't up, me. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> but you got me on the counter. Right. <laughs> you know, I think that all of these these things are, are uh, you know, they might sound like common sense to some of you that are listening right now, but there's somebody out there right now that's going, oh my God, that is me. That's me over and over again. And maybe you want to have these conversations. So tell me something. What's the kinkiest shit you and Valerie have ever gotten Ooh, yes, into? Yes, let's get dirty. Yeah, let's like because <laughs> you guys you said you have this open communication. Yeah. So I mean, has she tied you to like the bed frame and beat your ass with a boat paddle? I like, mean, left what have you, you there guys for gotten a few into? Hours. So it's funny you you should mention that. Um, I literally just bought the other weekend uh, a set of uh, 
bondage straps that kind of go under the mattress to kind of oh yeah. Sport sheets make so awesome. you know we yeah. talked about we have that. a set. We, we've two. talked about a lot about kinky shit. Okay. Um, even to the point where you know her big thing is uh, I'm sorry, honey. Uh, but <laughs> a glory hole is something that she is uh, interested in. Ooh, um, so you know, that's we've, common. We've talked also. about building that, um, but you know, we we've done you know sex in front of a window in a hotel, you know, out in Vegas. You know, we've done uh, only caused know. two accidents on the strip. So yeah. nice job, guys. Yeah. I'm that hot. No, <laughs> it's all you. It's <laughs> all you, scrotum. Not even close. Um, but yeah, it, it's. Everything is just sexual with her. Everything is just, you know, I take a look Aww. at her. You know, the one, this is an interesting point. You know, talking about communication and things like that. Uh, one of the things that we both enjoy and both love is the fact, and I watched you guys actually do it today, is, you know, you play a little grab ass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, if you're not <laughs> doing that on a regular basis, you really should. Because it's one of those it things is. where, you know what, it's something that's, a, you know, even you know, make sure the kids aren't looking and give a little squeeze, what mm-hmm. have you. Um, you know, it just kind of lets you know, hey, I'm thinking about you and I'm thinking about you in a certain way. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because you look at, if I look at my parents, and my parents never did that. You know yeah. what, they're both, they've been married for 50 years and they're miserable. Absolutely yeah. miserable. You know, and they've never done it, you know, yeah. and it's something that uh, both uh, Valerie and I, I think it's very important to, uh, you know, not only do it to make ourselves feel better, but even from uh, like an embrace or a kiss in front of the kids to let them know, you know what, this is yes. what a real loving relationship looks like. Um, so, you know, so they get, you know, comfortable with it. And, you know, what, the, the things that they see, they'll start bringing into their relationships. And it's, that's uh, a great point. No. Laying a foundation for intimacy because intimacy doesn't yes. necessarily mean sex. So I love that we still flirt. Yeah. I don't know that I could survive not doing that in perpetuity. I agree with you. Yeah. Intimacy you know, is truth. Thing. I look at my parents again, um, you know, so I'm not a hugger. So, you know, people come up, hey, how you doing? Great to see oh, you. Oh, I'm Go, sorry. Like, no, I don't mind it. I, I, I don't mind it, but I'm not, it's it's not instinctual to me because my parents gotcha. were like that. Uh, gotcha. Not at all. I um, thought it was your body odor that just kept people away, but I guess it's your demeanor. Okay, uh, I have both. to let people know that you actually love this man because you were just <laughs> fucking railing on him. I'm going to be finding a bridge to jump Oh, oh dude, you better be banking your comebacks. Drown himself in Get a pool. Him. Feel free to to attack at any time. The alabaster scrotum will have its revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the sequel to this episode? <laughs> the scrotum strikes back. All right, so I actually I have a uh, a question that's been on my mind for a very long time oh. because it's a very interesting dynamic. Um, so from my standpoint, it is incredibly interesting to see, uh, and the way I, what I'm going to call it is the brackish water. So okay. I, you guys have had a number of events where you've had people in the lifestyle that are there along with people that aren't in the lifestyle that are there. Mm-hmm. And the people that aren't in the lifestyle don't necessarily know that you're in the lifestyle and that this certain segment over here is in the lifestyle. You know, me being, you know, aware of both groups, <laughs> I find it very interesting, especially when I see the interactions between... Uh, you know, said groups, how as a, you know, as a, as a couple that's in the lifestyle, do you manage the interactions between both groups? And do you fear that 
certain groups, like for instance, you there's a certain set of friends that you know I think everybody's going to have. If they found out that you, you did X, Y, or Z, they're going to be, oh my God, shocked, and you know, as you mentioned earlier, look differently at mm-hmm. you. Uh, we we have actually so, had some issues with this in the past, right? Uh, matter of fact, we had a party at our house once uh, before we moved down south. And one of my friends that is in the lifestyle was there. And he's a wonderful guy. He's, he's an amazing guy. He's got a heart the size of this house. And he picked up the wrong message from a couple. And he uh, was just kind of flirt, and, flirting and talking. And he reached around and unhooked her bra strap. With with the snap <laughs> of the finger, just yeah, like the old that. high school trick. Yeah, but I mean, wow. he did it yeah. like nothing, just boom, and just released the titties. And she was, it was, he very much read that wrong. She was very upset. Mm. Her boyfriend got very upset. And next thing you know, I've got this guy out in the front yard, and he's like, "I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy." Sure. And I was like, "Well, here's what's going to happen. This is my house, and you have to come through me. So if that's what you think is going to happen." I'm who you get to yes. deal with. So <laughs> now you still want to do that. And now that's not me being a badass. No. That's me defending somebody that I know didn't mean it. And I didn't want to out him as being lifestyle. No, mm, I no. gotcha. So it, I had to take it a different way. And I gotcha. in his defense, after he realized he read that wrong, he felt terrible. Oh my God. He felt so bad. Apologized profusely. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't, I thought that this was this situation and I should have asked and he did everything he could to correct it. Was he wrong? Yeah. Yeah, probably. And we never saw that couple. Again. And we never, we like never, they never came again. to another party again. Yeah. And of course I, I'm still friends with the lifestyle couple because yep. they're some of my dearest friends on the planet. And it was really like, it was really crazy. And I thought, wow, maybe I shouldn't mix my company anymore to your point. Mm. Right. And, but I, we had decided against it. Cause as you know, we still mix company yep. and we just tell everybody, Hey, keep in mind, not everybody here is. So make sure you have a very clear green light. Right. Before yeah. You move forward. Yeah. So something that happens when we have, and it's very rare, especially in this environment right now with everything going on. But yep. if we're going to have lifestyle people, we make sure we tell them this is mixed company or it's, Kids are gone, lifestyle, naked pool time. Right. Like they know ahead of time. And ninety nine point nine 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 percent of them act normal. And for me, it's wonderful to give an example to people who have no idea that we're fucking normal too. Right. Yeah. We we're not heathens. Yeah. You know? No. We're dirty. Yeah, we're dirty as fuck. We're nasty. We're not, we're not bad. But we're not we're we're normal people. We pay our taxes, we collect our mail, we walk our dogs, you know, we go to church. Our dogs like, are huge. They walk fucking us. normal too. Yeah. But you know, the thing that really stands out to me with this in and where I know that we're doing it right is the friends that we have that are vanilla that know mm-hmm. will come to us and ask us questions or in in some cases they'll send their and I'm talking about adult children, but as their kids grow up, you know, they'll have questions maybe that they can't answer because, you know, today's you, today's generation is the most progressive of, of all generations. Sure. And every generation. The, every generation is. Yeah, right. Right. So, but these, these kids are saying, I have questions and their parents, maybe who are vanilla or never really done anything crazy or like, I don't know, but I know somebody that does. So a lot of times we'll get questions from either couples or even families and one of the things that really stood out to me very recently was when our youngest came to me with questions. And it was one of my older kids that sent 
him to me. Yes. And they said, we have the most sex positive parents on the planet. Why the fuck aren't you asking them? Yeah. Good point. Yeah. You know? And that's wonderful. And the middle child sending their friends yes. to ask us questions, whether it's about toys mm-hmm. or, you know, um, it's a little weird. personal protection. Um, We've known some of these kids yeah. since they were little, but that they still come little, to us and ask it, us questions. It is. It's a little surreal, but at the same time, I'm glad they're asking somebody they trust. Uh, you know what? That's uh, And that's kind of flattering i would say it's flattering but uh, the thing that uh, you know if i were in that situation i i I don't know how comfortable i'd be with somebody else's child coming to me and asking questions as long as you're an adult they're an adult this is this isn't you know 12 year olds you know they're 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 well over 18 i'm not gonna lie there's an inside voice when i have these he's he's much more tempered when it comes to this inside i'm like a duck my legs are fucking kicking under the yep. water. I'm yeah. screaming a little bit on the inside because that was the cutest little fucking toddler I've ever seen in my life. And now they're asking <laughs> me about butt sex. Yeah. My and, middle kid is and, a girl. I'm never and, okay with hearing that from like, her friends. Right. Like, what should I know if I want two dicks in my butt? And, okay, that's cool. We can have this conversation. Let's go over the logistics and the considerations here. In preparation. But it is, it is a little surreal, that. you know, and like, please don't get your information my, from porn daughter decides to talk to you about that please don't tell me yeah. no you know, that's actually that's a very common thing actually. that's that's actually yes absolutely 100 percent. if she were to come to me today you will never know i will take it to the grave yeah but the yeah. thing of it is i um also we've never actually had those conversations without clearing it with the parent either hey by the way especially if they're uh, young. you know one, yeah. one of the kids came to me with some questions do you mind if we answer them and they're not yes. in any danger and everything's fine but they, yep. they felt comfortable asking they went fuck i want them talking to you yes yeah, and so we and we've always done that, and it's still it makes me feel good knowing that they feel comfortable coming to people they trust, which means that we have taught them something that's very valuable that's going to serve them very well in their relationships. Which takes us back to the beginning: it's communication. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. comfortable communicating mm-hmm. how they feel, and if they do that in their relationship, they're going to have a very happy relationship. Yeah, and you know the interesting is, you know, that's actually not. Something a lot, some of the subjects they don't want to bring up with their parents, and you know, as parents, you know, you sit there and go, yeah, "Ask me anything, and I'll tell you the truth." Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a fucking line, you know. Yeah, and then, uh, and then when it really, and th- they'll try you. You know, bring I, something to the table, and it stops your heart for a minute, and it's I, hard to play cool the first time. You know what? I, I want them to try me. Yeah, you know, it's I. I would like to establish that rapport with my children. You know, it's one thing for a parent to say, you know, hey, listen, you come and talk to me about anything and I'll tell you the truth. But uh, a lot of times they're not going to do it. I, I certainly wouldn't have done it with my parents. I, I mean, shit, I'll give you an example. You know, my, my father never talked to me about sex. My parents um, didn't either. My drug talk with my parents or my father was, well, if you want to try something, just bring it home. I'll do it with you. <laughs> so, you know, just say no, kids. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I has, should laugh. Has your yeah. dog ever <laughs> stolen your daughter's butt plug? <laughs> no, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> <clears throat> Raise your hand if you chased it down and got it out of the dog's mouth. Anyone? I, I did. Anyone? You guys wouldn't let me come in the house. Yeah. La, 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 you guys were chasing the dog. She, to get the she was trying to save you. I mean, she, you, you know, your daughter. I love do. her to pieces. She's shameless, and I love that about her. But at the same time, I think she was trying to save you from that 
You know what I mean? That's your influence, not mine. So, eh. Folks, just in case you're wondering, yes, I'm very uncomfortable right now with this yeah. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does, does that you... fall under stories we haven't told you yet? Oh, that's a definitely a story I have yet to hear. Oh, and yeah. And you know what? You don't have to finish it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's I, funny is... I've known her since she's been knee-high to a grasshopper. I'm yeah. good. You have. And what's funny is Jay comes into the Casual Swinger Studios in beautiful downtown sunny Florida, and uh, he looks at my whiteboard, and he's like... Jesus Christ, what are all these topics on the whiteboard? And these are all casual swinger episodes that he sees all these like things like cock rings and, and ball gags and all kinds of shit up here. And there it is. And he's like, wow. What, just when I thought what's I the most you. fascinating one up there right now? Yeah, for what you? do you see that just what fascinates do you, see you the that, most? That sounds. Uh, the one that really is sticking out to me. Well, there's two actually. The shooting C rings, which I'm going to assume are cock rings. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the. Uh, Gummy bear slash Italian job. Oh, <laughs> so we've. Um, I don't know if that's the one story I know. It I is. think it uh, is the the fireball so gummy bears. I haven't seen I, the Italian job like attached to the back end of that story. So the, the woman that was cramming gummy bears into that guy's ass was Italian, mm. and so it became known as the Italian mm. job. Yeah, uh, there's there's people uh, in that pool that. At Hito, that we all bonded that day. We're fucking scarred. Yeah. I'm scarred. It was like going and to I war. wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> it was epic. For I guess for your listeners, they kind of know that you guys are very descriptive in the way you tell stories. And oh know, yeah, it's it's very engrossing. You get sucked into the story, and then you get to the point where you're like, I I, I want to leave. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to go, but you can't. Let me off. Yeah. So, so you know about that one? I think no, we haven't told you this one. So. I, I made a reference earlier this week about, hey, you remember me to my mom, right? Little uptight, and I was being uh, very kind in that statement. <laughs> so the shooting cock rings that you see up there, um, when our youngest was about three or four, he decided to invade um, one of our bags when he was supposed to be napping upstairs. Had all my family over at my grandmother's house. Let's just, like, up the ante there. <laughs> and he decided... To take out of our bag um, the remaining uh, really stretchy cock rings that were in there. And he proceeded to shoot them at his grandmother's, my mother's head. head. She literally turned around. because I'm. He she got took a cock ring to the face from her grandson. Seven of them. Dude. Seven of them. So awesome. Seven of them. Two of them used. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah the this slipper, one's slippery. Dude, the slippery one got stuck in her hair. And as she's watching me crawl around to try to find these, she's like, what are you doing? And I see it, like, glistening in the turn of her head. And I'm like, oh, fuck, how did I rip that out of their hair? And we I'm had like, just used it, like, two hours before. Not so even. It was still lubed. But yeah, the best I'm, part is I'm I, had, definitely going I had bought the 4th of July Spectacular cock ring pack from the <laughs> store, which was, like, the 60 cock rings and all the different colors. And they were all the same. They were just these jelly cock jelly, rings. Jelly, stretchy, right. like, yeah. yeah. Which I broke one, by the way. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> this is claim to fame right there. Oh, His God. porn moment. I broke a cock ring. But, you know, it's that's why the... I'm, I'm well, he's literally flexing his dick so it right now. Yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, that was absolutely fucking horrifying. I mean, get get the boy, get the boy, get the boy. Yeah, it went bad, and, and that's by the way, uh, straight out of episode three of Casual Swinger of our first season ever. It's called uh, "Sex Positive Parenting" and why our children need therapy. If you want to hear the complete version of that story and other stories for anybody that's still listening out there, yeah. But you know, that's the thing. So really pretty rubber bands. <laughs> He's fucking four. He has no idea. I bet he's going to have one of those flashes of memory and be like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Now I know what those are. Right. 
You know, like when I was like, oh, my God, my dad used to smoke green cigarettes. You were teething rings. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Teething rings. He was probably up there chewing on them thinking they were like gummy bears. So I'm just going to call out. These don't taste very good. (laughs) These are not delicious. This is disgusting. I'm going to call out that we, you actually didn't like delve into like the kinkiest thing you really the, didn't like, you skipped right over okay, that and that's that? okay Did I, oh yeah, you so know what's the kinkiest shit you guys have done and i mean you got hmm what is the kinkiest thing? you bought her you bought her some bondage a bondage set yeah have you used, you used the, well, the we've done you know we've done the whole you know watch porn and, and you know break out the toys and do all that fun stuff mm-hmm. we've done all that um I, I i would think that's for lack of a better term very vanilla in terms of what couples do not necessarily um you know, there's a lot of couples that can't, though, so don't be ashamed that you guys have achieved a level of satisfaction with your level of intimacy. There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. Absolutely not. You know, it's, and there, there's couples out there where if the guy wants to watch porn, the woman goes, wait a minute, you looking at me is not enough for you? Think about that for a minute. Oh, yeah. no, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, Valerie, actually, she's a lot of times the one that suggests it. Love so, it. So, uh, you know, she's not big on, you know, the girl-girl stuff, but... Uh, you know, it's she more often than not is the one to suggest something uh, a little stri- a little outside of normal. Love that. So she's uh, that's awesome. And you know what? I, I love that about her. Right. I, I love the fact. You know, the the great thing about our relationship is the fact. I mean, going back to communication is you know if she wants me to do something a little bit different, or you know, change position or change my rhythm or do something a little bit different. You know, she'll tell me, and I don't take it as a personal offense. I don't awesome. take it as, well, I, you know, fuck you. I, I'm a god. I know what I'm doing. No, I take it as, oh, that's going to make you feel better. Awesome. Yeah. Right. You know, I Let's take it as, all right, cool. You know, I don't want to sit there, I'm obviously, doing something that either a hurts or b is ineffective, yeah. or you know, I I want something that's going to be. Mm. Yeah, right. it's gonna it's gonna move the needle. Good on yeah. you for following directives. Uh, you know, and it's you know, it, it, sex isn't about ego, in my opinion. No, it it's shouldn't about, be because when you take that out of it, yeah. Oh, Look, I, you know, yeah, we've both you know, through our relationship have learned, you know, likes, dislikes, yeah, you know, things along those lines. And you know what? It just makes every other time we do it that much hotter. Yeah. You know, it may not, I wouldn't say it's kinky, but, you know, the fact that when we don't have the kids, we'll spend an entire weekend in bed is just fantastic. I think that's just. That sounds beautiful. Yeah, it's. An entire weekend in mm. bed. Yeah. 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 To me, the best part about a relationship when you really know that it's right and you're, this is the real deal is when you realize there are no more deal breakers. Yeah. Right. That, that. This is this is it. Yeah, and you yeah you kind of go. Sure, there's going to be some shit, but especially in we're our gonna world, come apparently. out the yeah. But I'm going to, right. <laughs> That's hard. Point was. Oh, you had a point. We'll make it to the other side of it. Other side of the shit. Got it. Well, so I've got one for you here, Jay, and. You, you said that you, you kind of you have this great communication and you get this kink and, and she can talk to you about something and tell you when she wants it a different way. What happens when she says she wants to add another person to the bedroom, male or female? How does that conversation go in your mind? Well, we've never had that conversation. 
Okay, so let's. Well, I shouldn't let's say that. Pretend. Let's figuratively let's have that conversation. So the the specter of Valerie is sitting next to you, and she whispers in your ear, "Jay, I'd really love DP," which stands for double penetration. For I might have been born at night, but it wasn't last night. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> I have Pornhub. Uh, okay, good. I'm glad you still have your subscription active. I was afraid so. you'd get rid of it after Valerie moved in. But. Uh, you know, it's uh, we've actually talked about, you know, because you sit there and, you know, you, you talked a bit about, you know, making her happy, right? Mm-hmm. So we so obviously you sit there and say, well, what about a threesome? Well, you know, there's obviously two men and a girl. There's two girls and a guy. Yeah. So from her three perspective, three it girls would be, and three guys. Oh yeah. I'm now we're saying. getting into the good shit. All right. Well, well. Let's pump the brakes a little <laughs> bit. Now. Let's pump the brakes. All right, Mister Vanilla. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, you sit there and uh, you know we've talked about you know could I be comfortable. You know, so we'll put it in, in terms of me. Right. Okay. Could I be? It's all about me, ladies. <laughs> Listen to Jay stumble over this shit, guys, by the way. Well, no, like, You've no, got him off great. his game. So. Hummada, right. hummada, hummada. Anyway, so, you know, you talk about it and you say, okay, how comfortable would I be if she said, hey, listen, I want to have a threesome. I want another guy. You know, yeah. I want you to be fucking me and I want to be blowing another guy while, you're, while, while we're doing it. London Bridge, baby. You sit there and you go, all right, would I be comfortable with that? And if I was comfortable with it, where would I want it to be? Would I want to be getting blown or why would it be the one fucking her? And, you know, either way. And uh, listen, we've had a lot. Yeah, right. Uh, we've had lots of discussions around it. And I, and it, the same thing actually ends up with her when you reverse the roles. And uh, we both go, I don't know if we could be comfortable. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, I don't know. Like I've been back and forth about it. There, there's times where I sit there and go, you know what? You know, whatever it takes to make her happy. If if this is something she really wanted to do, look. If she came to me and said she really, 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 really wanted to do it, mm-hmm. I'd probably say okay. Mm-hmm. Drink heavily for a couple weeks afterwards, <laughs> and then you know, eventually get to a place where all right, you know. Hopefully, it's out of her system, and away we go. But, you know, <laughs> so you're going to so give her the drug dealer model, and then go, but you can't have any more ever. Right, right, right. That sounds like a great so, plan. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like I said, we've both, <laughs> we've, we've, we've both been on, on either side of the conversation, and I think we've both come to the realization that neither of us would be comfortable in either way, you know, whether it's, you know, two girls and a guy or two guys and a girl. You, and you just, know what that, that also says to me? You're both all in or all out. But yeah. you're in it, it's together regardless. Yes, I'd agree. So that's that's wonderful. And that's fantastic, right, to say this is about us and we both want need to want the same things and we both want to have the same things. And while I want you to be happy, I need to be comfortable too. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's nope, not bad. Not at all. So the interesting thing is, you know, from a sex life perspective, our sex life is fantastic. You know, it's, you know, I guess, you know, and maybe this is, and you guys could actually tell me because you've spoken obviously to a number of people that are in the lifestyle and, you know, how they've gotten started. Yeah. Just a few. Just a few here or there. But, you know, I, I think a lot of people get, like, I think we even talked about it a little bit earlier. You know, people get a little stale in their marriage, a little stale in, in the bedroom. And, you know, the, it's a way to spice up what's going on for some people. 
And, you know, for us, it's not stale, not even remotely. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, you know, it's funny. We started in the lifestyle. We hadn't even been together a year yet. It wasn't stale at all. There's nothing stale about a relationship, new. and there still isn't. Right. It was never about that. There are a large number of people that get into the lifestyle to replace something that has disappeared. Okay. And sometimes that works, but more often than not, it's still not there. Right, because it's displacement or projection at mm. that point. You're you're trying to fill a hole with something else from for what you're not getting in. And again, I think that absolutely drills down to communication. Um, you said to spice things up, right? Um, I think we all have those untold fantasies that we sit there and maybe we're masturbating. Maybe it's a passing thought in an afternoon. Maybe it's while we're having sex. That is kind of that precipice of, you know, what my ultimate fantasy looks like. And you take, and in that moment, there's none of that bullshit, none of that fear. It's just that raw physical interaction with all the good feelings that are involved, the dopamine that's, that's running through your veins and the adrenaline and then after that act or after you're done, it it fades away to the back because logic starts to play a game, right? Like, oh, yeah, that really wouldn't work because of this. And, you know, I don't know if I'm actually comfortable with that, but it's still there's still a seed in there somewhere. Yeah, and well, even if you never act on it, the fact that you can talk about it is still a great thing. But I think a lot of people suppress it and don't bring it to the table in conversation because having that conversation tells the other person maybe you want to act on it on a big fat dose of nre too yeah. which is always fun so new relationship yeah. energy yes mm. right? as energy as relationships get older they start to stale out a little yep. bit and they become more about doing dishes and putting in time etc playing bills and it's less about you know that i, I must bills devour is so you. not sexy yeah, i must devour so you. necessary <laughs> but so not sexy that's where i think the you know again the grab ass throughout the day yeah. I think is it's, huge in the kind of makes a big difference. Oh, yeah, I'm it not does. Gonna lie, yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to clarify one of my earlier comments where I I said you know that it's still not there and that you can't spice it up with the lifestyle. You certainly can. Oh yeah. Adding so just because so I'll give you a great example that you know maybe you've been married for a long time or together for a long time and you do start to foray into the lifestyle and you discover this ame- this amazing attraction for your partner based on their desires and enjoying watching them be happy and feeling happiness and getting satisfied. And that's called compersion is when you really get happiness from the other person and the other person's happiness. And that is totally possible and that can totally happen in the lifestyle. Uh, But what I'm saying is you can't use somebody else to replace what isn't there with your partner. So what I'm saying is you might get a great deal of satisfaction and find a new way to connect and communicate with your partner in the lifestyle, but you can't replace what's broken. Yeah, with yeah that makes else. sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I think that, yeah, I think that's where you start running into yeah, big yeah. Fucking relationships problems. issues. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So can I can I be brutally honest? What, are you, have you been lying to me probably, for 14 years? This is probably a line that, that our friend Jay here is going to like draw really quickly. Some of the we have been having sex for a very long time and I've always been satisfied with our sex life. Well, Lifestyle or not. But I'll tell you what, the first time I came home after playing by myself, when you, I, we call it 
you know, reconnecting or taking each other back or, or whatever you want to describe it with. I will, I will be 88 years old with dementia and not forget that, that night. Yeah, it was a good time. I mean, you, we had fun. I, <laughs> you fucked me stupid, but you fucked me in such a deep, intimate way that it was carnal and almost animalistic. And, and you like, I'm funny thinking for days. It about it now and I have goosebumps on my arm. That's interesting. Like, oh, it was crazy. And I didn't anticipate it. And that was one of the most nerve wracking days of my life. Now, before you went in and, uh, you know, we'll say reconnected, as you as uh-huh. you said, were you nervous? Were you like, oh. did you feel guilty? Is you It, know, did it, it was it... this weird, like, um, it's like being on the ocean in a, like on the cut on the edge of the storm where the waves are really high and you're going up and down, yeah. but there's no rain. So it's kind of odd. You know, there's a storm there, but you don't know what it's going to be like. You just know, like you're here and then you're here and then you're here. The, it was a 45 minute drive home. And I I was vacillating back and forth, like either this is going to be really awesome or really fucking awkward. That's interesting. Because I, I, I'd never done it before. I took him at his word that this would be a great opportunity to have an experiment and an experience. So why not? So there's wow. two ways of looking at it. There's the, if you can't get what you want with me, then you don't get it. Right? right, that's one way that we've always kind of been taught mm-hmm. to look at it, right? And then there's the, well, if you can find it, you should have it, because if I could give it to her, I mean, if she was thirsty and she needed a glass, I have a glass right here. Yeah. Why shouldn't I give it to her? Why right. shouldn't she be able to have it? Yeah. And doesn't hurt me. Doesn't hurt me at all. As a matter of fact, she had a great fucking time. So have a, I? I did have a great have time, but having that great time, I again, I was, I was really interested what was going to happen when I got home and ooh, boy was I pleasantly surprised so like I knew is, it was I, I felt like it was going to be good but I had no idea it was going to be like earth shattering good as as a oh, I'll say Mr. Vanilla sitting here it's uh, <laughs> oh yes it sounds even funny. this conversation is a little uncomfortable like, <laughs> like, like hearing hearing okay. you talk about it like if, if you know uh, I'm sitting in Mickey's seat I'm going it's alien it's a different different concept and yeah, it's it uh, wow I, I, listen I admire you, know, you guys for being able to do it we're, it's, we're, it's, I think we're I, scientists at heart like <laughs> we, we'll, we'll have form a hypothesis we'll test it out see what the conclusion is and then move on from there you know what yeah. I don't want you to get the wrong impression or anybody that's listening because honestly there are people out there that will ultimately listen to this mess that we've made here tonight but we have fucked shit up we have oh, sure. big time. We have broken some eggs making this cake. Uh, big, big ones. Time. Big ones. Yep. And we've gotten it wrong and we've had arguments and we've uh, miscommunicated and we've hurt each other's feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's no different than what you do when you're paying bills and talking about kids and getting kids to school on time and making dinner. Uh, the same thing happens. The difference is, you know, that. There's sex involved. That's really the biggest difference. Everything else is the same. We still hurt each other's feelings. We still do things wrong. We still get it right and get it wrong as husbands and wives. Not on purpose, though. But not on purpose. We don't do anything maliciously. 
the thing in the the thing I guess as as a vanilla looking in as the alabaster scrotum that you are <laughs> is that you know ginger beard. <laughs> I like that one. That's actually kind of cute. All right, Yukon Cornelius, but I like the scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> I like the scrotum too. Are we talking about the same thing? No, We're probably wait. not talking no. about the same thing. But you know, for me, I I like that we have really there are no boundaries and i think that is the difference and i don't think you guys have boundaries either we've just expanded ours a little further that doesn't make you wrong right i don't think it makes us wrong either i think what i love about you you two is that you're asking questions and having the conversation and even though you came to a that's not for us it's still a fucking awesome thing that you did but yeah it's one of those things you know it's kind of funny you know having friends that are in the uh, in the lifestyle it it helps spice up, you know, we'll say the vanilla lifestyle mm-hmm. a little bit. Because, you know, it, it, it sex is fun to talk about. Uh-huh. Of course so, yeah, it is. you know, l- listen, you know, you've held me, uh, you know, at my the seat of my, uh, the edge of my seat, you know, with, with a lot of the stories. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you just sit there and you're like amazed at the this, this stuff you bring back from Hedo and things along those lines. And you go, Holy shit. You know, it's almost like you you, you want to be a fly on the wall or be a drone that just hovers over and just watches sometimes. But yeah, it's uh we're definitely from our perspective, you know, not vanilla, even though we're we're not in the lifestyle. We're 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 open to try just about anything with us with each other and You got uh, sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's uh you know, I, you know, I respect the people that have the ability to make the relationship work and do what you guys do because, you know, I know how difficult it is being just the two of us. Mm-hmm. So imagine trying to just add another layer of, I'll say, interest on it top of it. It sounds like work, right? Doesn't it? I, you know, I, maybe in the beginning maybe it is. Okay. But, you know, I think, you know, you guys have been experienced enough where, you know, again, you have your signals, you have your... Uh, your likes, your dislikes, you know, you, you have your boundaries established. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would imagine, you know, it's just like anything. It's like starting a new job. You know, you're, you're at first it's going to be uncomfortable and oh, you know, a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. But as you go along, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, I think you, you make it work and make it work well. And, you know, I, you know, you two seem pleased as punch. So <laughs> at least today we are. Yeah. 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 Today <laughs> it might know. be the drinks. I don't know. You know, there's some frustrations, uh, mostly when we've been on 20 dates and not found somebody that we really enjoy being with. I mean, we're casual swinger for a reason. We're not super active. We don't go out just to bang. We don't right. look to meet people just to bang. We want to yeah. make friends that we have the lifestyle in common with. Yeah. Uh, you don't make your friends into swingers. You make your swingers into friends. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I think that's that's yeah. That's probably a, a a great way to put it. Yeah, it, it's it's a pretty important fucking rule. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 one that we we kind of cling to. You know, I have to say, and maybe when we go back and listen to this, it'll be a different perspective. But I almost feel like we've normalized the lifestyle and put our friend Jay on the spot, and we're like, it's okay to be normal. It's totally fine. Like we've been pacifying and like comforting him like yeah it's cool to be vanilla it maybe that speaks to the environment and the people we've surrounded ourselves how screwed up are we she just made a great point i i need to go back and listen don't don't don't. (laughs) i hate myself right now it's okay to be normal 
you can't be weird like the rest of us. And that's totally fine. We still love you for who you are. It's okay, I wonder- scrotum. I thought you were going to peg me later. <laughs> hey, pegging's very popular it these days. It is very Don't popular. Knock, oh, well, I, it I, is. I love... See, now I, I said that, and yeah. now the other Jay is going to be like, see, I told you Mickey likes things in his ass. No, I don't. Which Jay? Uh, average Swingers. Okay. Jay and Angie. He's always talking about There's things so in my butt. Jays There's a there. lot of Jays. So yeah. much. Struggled Jay. to walk a little bit today. I'm not going to lie. You kind yeah. of were shuffling, kind of funny. Well, you know, it was a long night. But <laughs> that's all right. Actually, if it's a little prostate massage, it takes like no time at all. Right. Well, I'm just saying that's medically proven. This has been a, I don't a very know that. strange I episode of Casual that. Swinger, guys. This has been. A lot of fun to just kind of sit down and just talk lifestyle with somebody. Who's so, he's so fucking vanilla, he's transparent. Hey, the alabaster scrotum. Jay, thank you for joining us yes, tonight. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been a lot of fun. Well, Thanks for letting me make you squirm a little. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it really is just kind of an open conversation about the lifestyle with somebody that's super vanilla, but open-minded enough to have the conversation and kind enough to let us sit here and make him feel bad for being the one that's not in the lifestyle, which Mallory pointed out at the end. <laughs> But I love it, and I think this was really cool. Obviously, he and I have been friends a long time, and, and he's known a long time. But I love how this conversation came to be and to learn a little bit more about your your life with Valerie. So thank you for that. Yeah, and thank you for loving us and being here with us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fantastic. So, you know, again, you know, I, I'm a very big proponent of, uh, you know, I, I don't mind asking questions. Like, uh, and, you know, I respect the fact that you'll answer them for me, but I will never, you know, uh, I guess the push the bad boundary or take advantage of that. Um, you just, should. You, know, you I probably should. I, I, I'm, a, uh, you know, look, <laughs> certain things about people's lives should be private, and I respect that. Okay. You know? As always, the wordsmith there, Churchill, we appreciate it. <laughs> Mallory, why don't you let everybody know where they can find us so we can get the hell out of here and let these people off the hook from oh, this man. second long episode of Casual Swing. You know, at some point, I think season four, you're going to take over this job. I'm just saying. I can never do All it as right, well as you guys, can. we are a Casual Swinger everywhere. That is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Don't forget, we're also on the dating sites. That's uh, Double Date Nation, SLS, SDC, uh, Quiver and Cassidy. And if you want to send us a note, podcast at casualswinger.com. And don't forget, if you love this show, please leave us a re- review on iTunes. You know, I still can never do that as well as you can, no matter what. Oh, I think season that's 40. just a cop out. I think it's a cop out, so you don't have to do it. Oh, well, hey, this has been a fun episode with our friend, the Alabaster Scrotum. His name is Jay, and he's vanilla as shit. Thanks for joining us, guys. You've been listening to Casual Swinger.